This is Game Day Media. For all the latest in education and political news from around the state of Texas, visit my friends at TexasISD.com. The staff at TexasISD.com updates their site each morning with articles, commentary, and news from all over our state. If you have one site to bookmark and visit every day, it should be TexasISD.com. The crossroads of education and legislation. You're listening to Largent Unfiltered with Dr. Jim Largent. Welcome everyone back to our podcast and uh, we're down to about 10 days left in this legislative session and so we have a couple more weeks to go. We have a few more podcasts before we wrap up this season in a few weeks and uh, I want to thank everyone for listening this spring and and I would ask you at this point if you have not subscribed to the show on whatever platform you're using to listen to the podcast whether it's Stitcher or iTunes or whatever you may be using uh, make sure you subscribe to the show that way you'll get notifications if we put out new podcasts throughout the summer we'll probably wrap up the season in a couple of weeks like I said when the session is over but uh, depending on what the legislature does, if they have special sessions or if some late breaking news happens to come out throughout the summer, I may put out a show or two just to kind of keep you in the loop and, and let you know what's going on. Regarding the show now, we're currently approaching about 30,000 downloads for the podcast. So uh, normally when we put out a podcast each week, we're reaching over 2,000 people within a day or so of releasing. So we have a really dedicated group of listeners out there. I want to thank you all for listening. It's been fun for me to to visit with my old friends and keep up to date with what's going on in the legislature and what's going on in schools from around the state. So it's been a real uh, interesting endeavor for me, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So thanks all of you for listening, and I'd appreciate it if you go to our Facebook page at Largent Consulting and leave some comments about guests you might want to hear from in the future or topics that you want me to discuss and we will begin working on that for uh, later this summer or in the fall when we start up season two i'd also tell you we are looking for sponsors for the podcast as we move into our next season our friends at game day media have been wonderful to us producing the show really for nothing uh, they've done it because they think we have a good message. They think that we are in a niche that uh, not many podcasts cover. And so I really appreciate all the people at Game Day Media for uh, working with us these first two sessions and putting out really what I think has been a quality podcast. If you're in the podcasting world, uh, you know there's about 10,000 podcasts on iTunes. And uh, this podcast has, has been rated in the top 500 consistently uh, week after week. So we do have a good dedicated uh, listenership and uh, we are looking for sponsors. So if you if you have a business or know a business that would like to be a title sponsor or like to be an in, uh, in-show sponsor, just have them contact John at Game Day Media. And his email address is very simple, john at gamedaymedia.com. So if you have uh, information or want information about becoming a sponsor for the show, I would ask that you contact John and he can uh, give you the variety of 
<coughs> sponsorships that we have available and uh, will help us keep this show going. I'd also like to note that uh, Largent Consulting recently became a TEA registered provider for team of eight training, board training, or customized administrator training. So contact me if you would like me to come out and do some work with your teams, whether it's your administrative team or your board. I'd be happy to work with you to customize a plan uh, to make sure that we get your message out and, and we make sure we cover the things that you think we need to cover when you're working with your teams. I'll be glad to do that. It's a lot of fun for me, and uh, <clears throat> I think we could put together a program for you that you would enjoy. Now, let's get on to our legislative update. Like I said, we've got about 10 days left in the session, and uh, I've said it over and over. The, the, the House and Senate came out in January, and, boy, they were going to get all this stuff done, and they were making big promises regarding teacher pay and TRS and insurance and all kind of things that they were going to do. <clears throat> and now we're 10 days left in a session and they've kind of come to a standstill. So we've got a lot of work that needs to be done. They have to pass some bills between now and signy die, which is coming up, like I said, in 10 days. And they've got a lot of work to do. Uh, and I'm using information from Texas Association of Community Schools. I will tell you, Dr. Uh, uh, Marcia Farney, Farmer state representative does a great job with the uh, community schools government relations uh, department. She writes up some fabulous summaries of what's going on in Austin, and I'm using a lot of her information as I plan for these podcasts and talk about issues going on. So thanks to uh, community schools and to Dr. Farney for all of their work on legislative updates. So the key things going on now, we've still got TRS bills that have to be passed. This is going to be decided how much school districts con contribute, how much current employees contribute, and how much the state contributes. So it's all about money, and it's all about who's going to contribute what percentage. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Another bill we were tracking that I've called as just a teacher suppression, voter suppression bill was House Bill 281. It did die in the House. Unfortunately, its companion, Senate Bill 29, I think that was from Senator Fallon, went, went a different route. They went through the House State Affairs and is now on the House Calendars Committee. So this is the bill that prohibits ISDs from hiring advocates to represent them in Austin, hiring lobbyists or anything like that that would give schools a voice in Austin during the legislative session. So we're watching that really closely. We hope that that bill will die. If you have contacts in Austin with your legislators, you need to let them know this is a terrible bill. Voter suppression is never good, and we think that's all this is. So make sure you get that message out to your legislators. The big one, I think, right now is House Bill 3, the, the uh, conference committee with House Bill 3 between the Senate and the House. And they are really debating the future of public funding for schools. I mean, we've got the mandated teacher librarian raise in there. You've got flexibility and pay raises from the House version. You've got merit pay. You've got outcome-based pay based on third-grade tests, which I will go on record saying that's insane. I mean, think about it. We're going to pay schools more if their third graders score higher on tests. There's not a single bit of research saying that that's a good idea. But somewhere in the Senate, 
somebody brought that idea up and thought it was good, and so now it's part of a bill. Again, not research-based, nothing to it that's good. There's, I could spend an entire hour talking about all the bad things with outcome-based pay, but uh, really hope that that gets taken out of this. Uh, the inclusion of STAR test results for teacher evaluations. Again, we've talked a lot about the fact that the test is flawed. It's not reliable. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It's not testing on grade level that it's supposed to be testing on even. We got that bit of information this spring, which many of us thought all along that was the case. Now we got it verified this spring. Uh, school start dates. You know, we've got District of Innovations who decided to spread out their school year. Uh, as part of their district of innovation, they think it's better for kids. It gives the teachers a break. It gives the kids a break throughout the year, extends the school year longer. Uh, lots of research on the benefits of doing that, but there are some, uh, there's a bill or part of House Bill 3 that would stop this flexibility for schools to do this. So we're hoping that that can be taken out of it. And then you've got the whole tax, property tax uh, caps. You've got uh, appraisal caps. There's a lot of information that the conferees really have to work out. And I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, with 10 days left, they're going to have to spend some, they're going to have to burn a lot of midnight oil to get this done. So they've got a ton of things left to do in a very short amount of time. And I'll tell you, if you spend any time, like I do, watching some of these uh, hearings or watching the House and Senate at work, it is very frustrating when they say they're going to start at 10 o'clock and you, you flip over on your computer to watch them deliberate and at 10 o'clock nothing happens and you check back 30 minutes later and they still haven't started the session and and then when they do start the session they spend two and a half hours doing uh resolutions recognizing people in the gallery and you know i know all that's important but it seems to me that there could be a better use of time at our uh, texas house and senate uh, there should be a way to condense some of that stuff so that they could actually get to work on bills that affect the citizens of Texas. Uh, so it's very frustrating, uh, and they do this every session. This isn't anything new, but it's very frustrating at the amount of time they waste, and yet we get down to the end like we are now, and they've got so much work to do that a lot of really good bills are going to die because they simply run out of time. So that's just another frustration that I get from trying to keep up with with how the senate and the house operate so i think you could be a lot more efficient with their time and get a lot more uh good bills passed if they would do some of that but we, we'll see what happens you know i'm i'm recording this on may 16th there's a big hearing tomorrow on uh the senate bill 29 uh i think conference committees are are due to to start meeting and making some decisions soon so Hopefully the next time you hear from me, we'll have some more definite decisions on which bills were passed and where we're going with that. And then the last thing I want to do is remind you about some of the uh, companies that I'm working with as large and consulting. A lot of people think that when school ends, the doors close and offices close. But really, uh, especially administrators and board members, that's kind of entering into a different phase of the school year for administrators and board members. Summer is when 
planning work is done, personnel issues are made, key budget decisions are made, which is, again, why it's so important that we get this House Bill 3 passed uh, so we know what kind of money the schools are dealing with as they go through their budget process. But, uh, you know, during the summer you begin worrying about your next year and, and doing some projects. So just want to remind you about the companies that I'm working with E3. If you have some energy efficiency issues, you want to look at led lighting or need some HVAC upgrades. E3 has a great program to help you save tremendous amounts of money on your uh, energy bills while at the same time getting you some new equipment that's much more efficient. Uh, school comp workers comp is an issue that I never paid a whole lot of attention to, to be honest with you as a superintendent, but the more I learn about it, the more I know that I should have. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about some of the workers comp companies around the state uh, this spring, especially. And I would just tell you that if you, if you're interested in someone looking at your workers comp program, give us a call or give me a message and I will get the folks from school comp with you, we can do a really quick analysis of what you have now and what we can propose. And uh, what we're finding is a lot of schools uh, have been paying too much for workers' comp and the benefits have not been sufficient. So uh, if you have an interest in looking at that, I think it's always healthy to at least compare products from time to time. So summer's a good time to do that. If you, again, if you would like us to help you look at that, give us a call. Or give me a message, send me a message, or Facebook message me, or whatever, and we will uh, we'll certainly take care of you. And lastly, Martco, Martco Manufacturing, primarily a bleacher company. They also do softball and baseball backstops. They can do concessions and press boxes, uh, anything athletic facilities related. Folks at Martco, they're doing some great work out there from you know, churches to schools to universities. So they do some great work and uh, let us know if we can help you there. Again, on any of these companies, if you would like me to come out or would like to set you up with a visit or come out for a free evaluation, we're certainly able to do that. I want to again thank you for listening to the podcast. I'll be back next week with hopefully some good information coming out of the conference committees. And uh, again, if you like the show, like what we're doing, Make sure you subscribe to the show and so you'll be updated every time we put out a new show in the future. And uh, send me a line on Facebook. Drop me a comment or two and let me know it. Uh, let me know issues that you would like me to discuss or some guests you'd like me to talk to in the future. I'll be glad to do that. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Large and Unfiltered. This is Game Day Media.